with your host me asia my queen that is me that is she i'm looking thick how could it be i switched on ya i switched up on ya i switched up on ya y'all thought you knew me but you didn't you didn't how's everyone doing today how is everyone doing today i'm feeling fantastic I took a good old nap. Mm. And the thing about naps for me, like when I say I took a nap, you're thinking like 30, 45 minutes, aren't you? No, 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 no. Naps for me are about two hours, two and a half hours, and I'm feeling great. I'm feeling amazing. My tolerance is high. You could annoy me a little bit, and I'll have patience, empathy, capacity for you. (laughs) (laughs) when I am in the bitchiest moods, I just tell myself, listen, go take a nap. Go, go, go take a nap. Stop wasting people's time. Stop wasting your time thinking that you can maybe meditate out of this. And sometimes you can, but sometimes you just need to take your ass to sleep. Wake back up. Let's start this bitch all over, right? So, um, yeah, I just took a nap, and it it was incredible. It was great super dark. It's getting really dark outside. I live in Arizona, um, if you guys didn't know that. And um, it's getting dark around, I would say like five. Yeah, about five something, five-ish, 5.30, I would say. It's pretty dark. Um, I saw Black Panther this past weekend with my girlfriend. It was so good. Um, But the thing about me in theaters, and comfort food like pretzels and nachos and and popcorn and and sprites i'm going to sleep you know what i'm going to sleep i caught myself snoring like i snored so loud that i woke up and i looked over and my girlfriend's like (laughs) laughing and shit i'm just like you know what And I don't know if it's because I'm getting up there (laughs) in age (laughs) because I never was the type to really fall asleep. I was able to stay up for a long time. But then I listened to a podcast that I'm tuned in every week, The Friend Zone. And Dustin was talking about how the movie was like two and a half hours long. And I'm just like, see, that's the thing. That's the issue with these movies. It's about why do you think that you can't get to the point in an hour You don't think you could get to the point in an hour? You don't have to drag this shit on for two hours. What kind of story do you have to tell that takes two and a half hours to get through? I don't get it. I don't get it. But um, what kept me up for the most part, because, you know, I did doze off a little bit, um, was the looks. Oh, my God. Black people (laughs) were just so beautiful. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but I love a bald head. I love a bald head. A bald head and a high cheekbone 
or biceps and triceps because oh my god the girls were ripped you could tell that they had to go through a lot of physical training for this movie like every last girl was just fucking ripped it was great movie um i love that there was gay shit in it um i I mean it's kind of obvious but then at the end of the movie um spoiler um you could like, I think the girl kissed another girl on the forehead or some shit like that. Is that what happened? It was something like that. It was a scene where you were like, okay, yes, <laughs> this is very LGBTQ, and I live for it. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. Um, the looks, the uh, the action, everything about the movie was fantastic. Um, I wish there was more music though. I do wish there was more music because in the last one you did get, I think you got, um, uh, what's that song? You got all the stars, of course, with Kendrick and SZA. Um, you got a few songs. Let me just say that. You, you, oh, no. That was the, um, yeah, they had a whole album. Yeah, they had a whole album that was really good. Now that I think about it, am I going crazy? Yes, they, okay, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, yeah, they had a whole album. They had to have Black Panther music. Okay, yeah, yeah. They had all the stars. They had, um, not in the library, just in general. No, the first one, okay, Black Panther, the album, they had all the stars, they had ops with Vince Staples, um, you know that song, uh, this one, no one's perfect, but no one's worth it, the word is good, yeah, but no one's worth it. Music service, rendering and funds, my worth it. The word is good. Okay, I got you. And I'm married in the streets. I'm a heaven when the deep. I'm a man to get it. 22 or 23, I'm heavy with the heat. Hit you with the chop. Save you. Really in the field. Come on, bro. I know that ain't you. 2018, hell no, I ain't paid you. Go pay you. TDN, SOB, we can't lose. Nigga, bitch. Good. Okay. Oh my God, I'm doing the most. And then, um, um, oh, I used to, this song, King's Dead. Miss me with that bullshit, ayy. You ain't really wild, you a tourist, ayy. I be blacking out with the purists, ayy. I made a hundred thousand, I freaked it. Ah! Okay, so like, that movie, the first movie, had some music on that motherfucker. The whole the whole fucking movie, which I like the song. The song's okay. The song with Rihanna. The, mm, I don't know. I don't know the melody like that. But I feel like that's the only song I really heard or was really familiar with now that I think about it. Um, but, yeah, the, a couple of those songs on the album, on the Black Panther album, were played from what I remember. Do not quote me on this shit. Do not quote me on this. 
But anyways, it was a good movie. I do recommend it. Very LGBTQ, very black. Um, I loved it. Great. Oh, the picture was amazing, too. Moving on. Um... Oh, my God. Okay, so we're going to organize the show, y'all. We're going to organize the show, guys, because I got to be a star. This is getting too fucking ridiculous. This is getting too fucking ridiculous. You get what I'm saying? Like, come on, let's do this. Let's do this star time. You get what I'm saying? Like, and I just want my podcast to be the best that it could possibly be so that I'm proud of it and I could, because let me just tell you this, I'm very critical of myself. I am pretty hard on myself. I could say that it's healthy though, like I'm not doing too much or anything like that. Um, But I could tell when something is trash, even if I fucking did it. Like I'm okay with being like, mm this is trash. Um, this is not good. And the last few episodes, the last very few episodes, I should say, have not been good. And I want to make this show as good as possible. So I could be like, hey, come on, look at what I got here. I got some good shit here. I want to be signed to a studio. So I don't have to set up anything for myself. I could have guests, maybe even pay for people to be on my show. Like, that is a dream of mine. That is, I'm not going to say a dream. That is going to happen. So I want to put my best foot forward in the best way possible to get this show to where I want it to be. Not comparison to anybody, but in a way, I see a vision. Not in a way. Let me not say that. I see a vision for the show, and... I want to execute it. I have a lot of potential. I don't want it to go to waste. So, yeah. Um, so, with that being said, I am going to try a method, okay, to keep the show organized where I'm going to pick out three topics for the episode. Then, at the end, I'm going to do a Q&A. Um, I'm going to post anonymous Q and A's on my Instagram story. So if you follow me on Instagram, that's where you could ask the question and then I'll answer it on here. Um, and yeah, just to keep everybody involved in the conversation, if you have a topic that you want me to touch on, message me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can't really message me on TikTok like that. Uh, but yeah, I have two different Instagram accounts, one for the podcast, one personal as if the podcast and then Asia, my queen for my personal and, um, we'll get the, we'll get the topics going. Okay. So if I like the topic that, you know, you have presented to me, we can do just that moving on. So today's topic. So one of today's topics, I should say, we are going to talk about living with your parents over the age of 25, because let me just say this, if you feel the need to move out of your parents' house, let's just say because you because of societal pressures, I want you to tell everybody to shut the fuck up. If you're younger than 25 and you are listening to people who are like, oh, you need to move out of your parents' house, you a bum, you a bum, 
tell them to shut the hell up, okay? They they don't know anything about life, about adulting, because that is young. So I ain't going to talk to you guys today, okay? I'm not talking to you guys, all right? Stay at your mama's house. If you could tolerate your mama or your daddy. If you could, if you could tolerate them, stay there. The societal pressure to move out of your parents' house before the age of 25 is completely ridiculous. You've just graduated high school. I'm not talking to you today, okay? If you are over the age of 25 and you are feeling the societal pressure to move out of your parents' house, you are who I'm talking to because I could understand you. I could completely understand because you're, you're, you're pushing 30. Not, you're not pushing 30. You're not pushing 30. But when we get to the age of 25, we do start being like, all right now, um, 30. And for, some, and for some reason, 30 is the age where people think that they're going to have everything figured out. And do you guys remember when you were a teenager and you thought you were going to have everything figured out by the time you hit like 23? Yeah. How did that go for you? Not good, huh? Um, it's going to be the same way, okay? When you attach age, right, to a certain mindset, you're going to fail every time. Stay with me. Stay with me. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. Mm -mm, I am not saying that um, maturing does not need to be done. However, life is life and life is going life, okay? So you might be 30 years old needing to move back in with your mom. Okay, you might be 30 years old needing to move back with your dad. Okay. Um, but I want you to realize that. Because societal pressure is real, right? Let's not sit here and just act like, oh, just ignore them. <laughs> just ignore them. They're dumb. It's real. It's real. You know what I mean? Like you do want to be a certain we want to look a certain way to people. Let's just be real, especially if we're out and we want to date and stuff like that. You don't want to be living with your parents' house and you're trying to get you a man, you're trying to get you a girl, or you're trying to, you know, have intercourse or anything like that. You know what I mean? Or you're trying to build a relationship with somebody. Um, and for some time, you know, sometimes it could be slightly embarrassing to admit to somebody, yeah, I still live with my parents, you know what I mean, because of those societal pressures. I want you guys to not give a fuck about what people think, especially if they're not paying the bills. <laughs> if they're not paying the bills, their opinion does not matter. Okay, all right, so you want me to move out, right? You want me to move out so bad, right? Pay for it. Pay for it. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. No, 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 no. Your opinion is going to be validated once the cash app is sent. Okay? And until then, cut it. Cut it. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Cut it. So for me, I moved out of my mom's house when I was 20. I was about to be 21 in the next, like, 26, 27 days. Uh, oh, no, no, no. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, like I was about to be 21 in about three weeks. So 21, I moved out of my mom's house. And 
it was hard. I was making money, yes. But the thing about living on your own, it's not it's not just about being able to afford your own shit. It's about being responsible enough to be on time with your bills or know that you're running out of soap or know that you need to pick up some more toilet paper or to um, go grocery shopping. It's a lot more energy than just being able to afford your own place. And for me, I still struggle with that. I'm like, oh, my God, I forgot the toilet paper. Oh, my God, okay, we need toilet paper. Okay, like, oh, my God, oh, oh my God. So it's, it's a lot more stress than just being able to afford your own shit. So if you're not in the place, mentally, financially, whatever, to move out of your parents' house. Do not allow the pressures of people who don't know you or give a fuck about you, do not allow that to rush your process. You get what I'm saying? Because some of you guys, and I'm just going to be honest with you, it does not matter where you are at in age, probably pushing 45. Some of you guys are not responsible enough to live on your own. And that is including living with roommates. Some of you guys do need to live with your mom. Some of you guys do need to live with your parents, people who feel in ways obligated to you. So they're going to do the laundry. They're going to to clean up after you. They're going to do these things. So I, I just don't want us to get caught up in the idea that people's opinions that don't know us should control our lives. You get what I'm saying? Because a lot of us, we look at situations like, actually, I'm going to talk about that in the next episode. But just to touch on it just a little bit, a lot of us put ourselves in fucked up situations over people who don't care about us. And I just wish that we would just see that when you see a girl tweeting out, I would never be with a dude that lives with his mama. That's a fuck nigga. And I'm just doing that voice just to do that voice. I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. Because I could, you know, I, I'm 26 years old, right? Oh, my God, I'm not 26, I'm 27. Jesus Christ. I'm, am I 27? Oh, my God. Uh, yes, I'm 27. Uh, um, I'm 27 years old, right? So um, I like to date people in my age range or older. Um. So it could be, you know, a few months younger, whatever, whatever, but it's not going to be drastic. I'm not about to date a 23-year-old. I'm not about to date a 24-year-old. I'm 25 is pushing it. Um, so that means I do, I do partake in, if I could say, yeah, I do partake in that societal thing to where I don't want to be going over to your house to go hang out and I have to say hi and bye to your mom, your dad, your little brother, your little sister. I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to be rude or anything like that, but that's just not my preference. So um, I don't want to date anybody that lives with their parents. Um, and uh, I don't know where I was going with that. I do not know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. So you see these tweets, right? And then you're like, oh, my God, she is completely right. I need to move out. No, 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 
That's not how things work. Um, allow her to have her preferences while still taking your time and doing what you need to do to make sure that you're in the most comfortable state for yourself. Um, I feel like I was ready when I moved out because not only was I contributing to bills at the house, but I also was in the state of mind to where I knew that I wanted to make create a different life, right? I wanted to create different habits. I wanted to start a different way of being, and I knew that being in the same household was going to hinder me in that. And um, I just wanted to do a complete identity switch, right? Um, I started going to the gym. I started eating better. Um, I started having more of a routine every day. Um, I, 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 I became more spiritual. I started understanding myself more. I explored a little more with, with friendships and, and all types of things in life once I moved out of the house because there wasn't really anyone that was watching my every move, critiquing my every move. And, um, as parents do, right? So it's no knock to anybody. It's just as parents do. They watch everything you're doing, everything you're spending, everything. Do you think, do you think it just allowed me to have independence and allowed me to make decisions in ways that I wanted to without anybody else's opinion? And I knew I was ready for that. You get what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, yeah, uh, Stack up your bread, stack up your bread um, and, and, and go explore places, right? Go out, go, go hang out with friends because let's just say you're in a situation where you're living with your parents and you're not really paying a lot of bills. You might be paying $150 a month or, or you know, you know, a little some, some contributed to light bill or something like that. Um, Go, go, go take it, go explore more, go look at the world more, go, go out more. You get what I'm saying? Cause you don't have a lot of responsibilities. You don't have all the stresses of needing to have a job that pays X amount because you have an apartment that costs X amount. You don't have that. So go, go out and explore and see things. Okay. Take advantage of that time. Don't don't listen to the internet, y'all. Do not listen to the internet because the internet ain't about to pay your motherfucking bills. If you were to get on there and be like, I listened to you guys. I moved out of my parents' house. And I got evicted three months in. They're not going to help you find another place. They ain't about to pay for nothing. No, they're not about to do none of that. So just take your time, do your thing, go explore, go see the world more, stack up your bread, and then eventually move out. Um, roommates is a good thing. Um, going on Facebook and um, looking for apartments that um, are subleasing one of the rooms. I had did that for years after my first apartment. So I strongly recommend that. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, moving on. Speaking of parents, there's a video that has gone viral of a little girl going insane while her braider is trying to braid her hair. 
The little girl looks, I would say, four, five, five maybe. And when I tell you she is losing her mind, she's going insane. And the braider got her in the headlock, got her right here, got her over here, got her upside down, got her up, just doing all this shit just to get her hair braided. And I remember those days. Good old days. Wow. Um, I was never a tender. I'm not a tender headed girl, but I used to wrestle my grandma in the shower. I mean, she wasn't taking a shower with me, but she would wash my hair while I was in the shower when I was about five, six years old. And I used to believe, like, oh, my God, I'm drowning, Grandma. I am drowning. You are drowning me. How can you do this to your granddaughter? I used to lose my mind. So, but at the same time, I have to get my hair washed. It's just clean. <laughs> it's just a clean thing to do. Um, I do not want to police this girl's hair, nor do I want to... Uh, question somebody else's parenting. But I would like to say that if your child is reacting in those ways because she is getting her hair braided, maybe, maybe, just maybe, she shouldn't be getting her hair braided. We so bad want to contain and control black girls' hair. And we'll do it by any means necessary. Even if it means causing pain to your child because this little girl was in pain. <laughs> she was in pain. I had never seen a little girl act like that. Last time I saw that happen was my little sister because she used to do that same thing. And I used to be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. have to talk her through it. But if your daughter is struggling in those ways while you're braiding or doing her hair, just leave her hair alone. <laughs> Just leave her hair alone. So many people wanted to critique Beyonce because Beyonce wasn't manipulating Blue's hair when she was a child. And honestly, I was just like, dude, she is a kid. She is a fucking kid. What do you want her to do? A silk press on a four-year-old? Like, let's be real. That's why a lot of people, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, are ballhead because they started manipulating their hair at the age of four years old. I got my first relaxer when I was six. <laughs> six years old. Before I could really enjoy my own hair. My hair was already manipulated. And I did not know what my hair looked like. I did not know what my natural hair looked like until I was 21 years old. I had never felt my natural hair from root to the ends until I was 21 years old. I was getting relaxers once a month for years, okay? And it's because we just feel like our hair has to be maintained at all times. Our hair has to be pulled back tight. It has to be in tight-ass braids. It has to be permed and relaxed and and, 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 and swooped and duped at the age of three. And I'm just like, I just, 
it is a touchy subject in the black community, especially when you're talking to another black mother, when you're telling your when you're telling her, like, listen, your daughter does not your daughter's hair does not need to be manipulated in this way. You do not need to do that. And I, I mean, it's a touchy subject when you're trying to suggest anything to a parent um, when it comes to their child. And I completely understand that. Um, but it just sucks being a black girl and decisions are made for your hair before you could even experience your own hair. And I'm talking about lifelong decisions like relaxers. You're not just giving your daughter a quick bob. You're tightening her hair, so you're pushing her hairline back. You're relaxing her hair, so you're manipulating her hair texture so she doesn't even understand her own hair texture. She can't even grow up to have an opinion about her own hair texture because she's conditioned to have her hair manipulated for years. You get what I'm saying? So I always recommend, like, dude, just leave your fucking kid's hair alone. Like, everybody, like... People literally are so sick, and I'm going to call it sick. I don't care. People are literally so sick that they intentionally choose people to have kids with based off of how their hair texture is going to be. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I heard a black girl say, I want to have a kid with a white boy so our kid's hair would be curly. What? You don't just want to have a kid so you could love something outside of yourself. You don't want to just have a kid so you could contribute to humanity. I don't know. You want to have a kid for a hair texture. Hmm. Yeah. And I guess this is it, this is just a subject that I am previewed to because I am a black girl with 4C texture that I keep my hair in protective styles because I just don't like doing it. I just don't. Uh, that's like an hour and some change docked off my day because it's done all the time. Um, I've also had relaxers. I've also I've done so much shit to my hair um, in ways to assimilate. I just see how dangerous it could be when a parent is so obsessed with their child's hair texture. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, yikes. I hope you guys get it together, man. I really do. I really, really, really do because your kids are being affected by this. Your kid's self-esteem is all in your hands to a certain degree and you could create you could create insecurities in their head as their parent you get what I'm saying like it's just like let the bullies do that to your kids you don't be your kids first bully you get what I'm saying please so yeah that's I just I, I pray I pray for y'all I really do I really do I pray you guys get it the hell together I really do, especially when you're having black children. Because listen, white girl that wants to have a kid with a black man, listen. Just because you're white does not mean you are going to have a child that has loose curls and all that shit. 
your child could definitely have full Negro hair, okay? All right? So you know what? Like all of you who are chasing biracial love and stuff like that just so that your child could come out looking biracial, there's a huge possibility that they won't. There's a huge possibility that your child could not come out looking like Alicia Keys and will come out looking like me. <laughs> Double Negro. You get what I'm saying? So, like, cut the shit. Moving on. So, my final topic. The final topic is going to be inspired by a tweet that I thought was so insightful. Don't you love when you read a tweet that's so insightful? <laughs> Hardly ever happens, huh? Yeah, I know. Um, so this tweet is by at Red Sea Shoddy. Okay. She said, or they said, some people know their anger towards you isn't justified, so they'll look for the smallest thing to be upset about and make it huge, but they're ignoring the real war they have in themselves. And it doesn't matter if you ask them what's wrong, they won't be real about anything because they've lied to themselves their entire life. And when I tell you that was a gem, I said screenshot, 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 screen, motherfucking shot. Literally, the day before I read that tweet, I had a conversation with somebody that is very close with me. And I'm at my work desk, and for some reason, he, he I don't know how this topic got brought up because we weren't even talking about work, occupation, anything like that. We weren't talking about anything like that. And out of nowhere, he goes, well, I don't want to be 27 doing what you're doing. Something like that. No, 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 no. Let me clear that up. He said, I don't want to be 27 in the same place that you're in and like kind of like motion his hands towards my computer, my work computer. And it was interesting to me because I always, I am a highly intuitive person. Um, I read energy very, very, very well. I'm like, goodness gracious, bitch. Are you Vassal Raven or something? Oh, wait, she was a psychic. Ah, uh, okay. Anyways, I kind of hate how accurate I am. <laughs> and I hate that I have this gift, to be honest with you, because it keeps me from building relationships but at the same time, it does keep me from building relationships that are full of shit. But I knew that what he said wasn't my business, even though he said it to me. You see, sometimes when someone says something to you, even though it is directed towards you, whether it is with a hand gesture or even eye contact, that doesn't mean that message is towards you. Most of the time, I should say, that message is towards themselves. You see, people speak in ways that reflects how they feel about themselves and where they are in their lives. So if you are insecure with your place in your life, you would say something 
like he had said. Because someone who is secure in their place in life would never fix their mouth to be critical in that way towards another person. Let's just say you you didn't believe that I was living up to my full potential and you wanted to motivate me. You would literally be like, listen, you need to get it together. How can we come up with a plan where you could be in a position where you are living out your fullest potential? That is how someone talks to another person that is secure. Someone who is insecure would say just that. I don't want to be 27 doing this, doing what you're doing, or something like that. And I was just like, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, all right. Because, and the thing about when you want to be nasty towards somebody, if the person isn't reacting in cr- a crazy way or, 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 or freaking out or, or taking it personal, if a person's just like, mm, you're bugging, nigga, like, you were going to feel stupid and you were going to sit there and be like, damn, why did I say that to her? You know, I mean, I do believe that person is a reflective person. So he probably is like, wow, why did I say that? You get what I'm saying? But um, I'm not insecure with where I'm at, right? Um, sometimes I could get frustrated uh, because there are times that I fall short or there are times that I am lazy (laughs) or don't prioritize or manage my time well, but I'm not insecure in my place. And I think a lot of people want you to be insecure in your place because they're insecure in their place. Mm. And that's none of my business. That is none of my business. And so that's why I didn't react in the way that he wanted me to. And also because I really didn't process what he said really until later. I was just like, huh, did he say, oh, wow, okay. Well, (laughs) moving on, moving on. Because like I said, I'm not insecure in my space, right? I'm not insecure in my place in life. And, um, when you are, you behave in the way that he did. And uh, I'm sad for you. I really am. Um, not sad enough to take any energy out of my myself, but I'm sad for you in ways that's like, damn, you could literally do a lot of things to, um, you could do a lot of things instead of this. You get what I'm saying? You could do a lot of things that uh, contribute to your well-being because hating on somebody else or or trying to tear somebody else down is not going to do anything especially when your energy didn't transfer you get what i'm saying you, i didn't i didn't own your energy i didn't take your energy i didn't internalize your energy right so you're going to have to live that you're going to have to live with that times two to be honest with you because now you have to live with the fact that you tried to put it on me so not only do you feel this way you try to you try to put it on somebody that only loves you you get what i'm saying that only wants the best for you that only wants you to win in whatever way that you choose to but you wanted to put that on to me so now you have to live with 
that energy times two. So it's going to be twice as hard to fight it off. You can do it. You definitely can. But, I mean, mm, uh, it's going to be a little bit harder. You get what I'm saying? You should have just nipped the shit in the bud, for with, you know, when you started feeling that way. You get what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, don't let your hateration, holleration, and the dancery fester up. Let it, let you know, as it comes, check it. You get what I'm saying? Ooh, I'm being a hater. Ooh. I'm feeling hateration, holleration in this dancery. Let me, let me, let me, let me see why. Let me go to the gym. Let me start writing my journal. Let me read a fucking book. Let me do something that's going to make me feel like I accomplish something let me let me let me vacuum I don't know but you know get it how you live it y'all get it how you live it but just know you're gonna have to live by your bullshit you're gonna have to live and 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 pay back right you don't want to keep having to be in debt with the universe right you don't want to have to keep having to be like oh well I have to pay back me being a motherfucking hater and the fact that I'm I, I'm feeling a little bit insecure. I have to work through that and I have to pay my karmic debt for me being a fucking hater. It's just like, yo, make it easier for yourself. Check yourself. Reflect. Be like, hey, where was I? Where am I acting funny? Where am I feeling funny? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be a fucking hater. Don't be a fucking hater because nobody, nobody, nobody likes a hater. Let me just say that. Nobody likes a hater. Haters don't even like haters. Haters don't even like haters. I have literally experienced someone's name be brought up when we're making the list of who to invite. And a name comes up, and they're like, nah, that nigga's a hater. Mm-mm. Nope, nope. I've literally experienced someone not be invited because everybody has the same experience with this person being a hater. You don't want that. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if my name is being brought up in rooms that I am not in, but Jesus, Lord, if for one moment I find out that an opportunity is, 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 is being questioned or whatever, whatever, because I'm a motherfucking hater, oh, no, 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 baby, let's talk. Let's motherfucking talk because, like, no, I, I do not want to be associated with anything like a hater Mm-mm. I do not want to be associated with the word hater I really don't I really don't I'd rather be a thief because actually to be honest with you a lot of times haters are thieves haters haters be haters be stealing people's shit they really do they really do they really do not just energy they will steal your shit they will steal your shit. I, in a lot of ways, I am scared of haters. Like, in ways that, like, scared of my safety, to be honest with you. I've seen, I've heard of people killing other people because of hateration, holleration, and this dancery. And, um... I cannot be a victim. You have no idea what someone could come up with in their mind 
to make them jealous of you. It's no idea. I have heard of the craziest reasons as to why someone is jealous of another person. I'm like, wait, what? And let me just tell you this. You might think that you're not the prettiest girl. You're not the most handsome man. You don't have the most money. You don't have the best car. That does not disqualify you from being a victim of a hater. It just does not. Because the thing about value or being a valuable person, (laughs) it has nothing to do sometimes with what you have physically, the money that you have in your bank account. Someone could literally just be jealous of the fact that you're a cool-ass bitch, that people just fuck with you, that you're just well-liked, that you just you just got it going on. <laughs> and you're sitting there like, I'm broke. I am not the best looking. I, you know, like, I just do my thing. And someone is just like, how can I take her down? I'm just like, okay, all right. You know what I mean? So just know that you could be a victim of hateration, holleration in this dancerie, even if you ain't got it like that, meaning this way. But you got it, but you got it like that up here, and you got it like that in your heart. And that's something nobody could ever take away. So that is something to be motherfucking jealous about. For real. For real. Because you can't buy that. You can't teach that. It's just in you. It's just in you, baby. It ju- it's just in you. We're going to close the show off with a Q&A. I asked people to ask me questions. I wanted this to be an advice segment However, um, I didn't ask the question right, so I got just random questions. So um, I'm just going to read three of them, and we're going to close it out. So the first question is, what music do you listen to? So um, I really, I love rap, so I mostly listen to hip-hop and rap music, of course. Um, however, I my favorite music genre, I would say, is disco and funk. And they kind of, you know, go hand-in-hand hand from time to time. But that's definitely my favorite genre. Um, I love to dance to it. Um, I love to dance. Um, I love a good beat. I love... Um, the culture behind funk and disco. I love the outfits behind it. I love the uh, history. I love everything about disco and funk. So I would say anything disco and funk. My favorite artists are Prince, um, Selena, Pink, Alanis Morissette, uh, Ari Lennox, Beyonce, Jonas Brothers, um, who else? 
Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, not pretty much it. Um, I really love Cash Doll. Uh, I love Cash Doll. She's my fave right now, like, w when it comes to the girls. Um, I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. Uh, I love J. Cole. Uh, I love Jay-Z. Um, uh, who else do I really like? Um, Album-wise, I'm still on Renaissance um, by Beyonce. That's just the best thing that has happened to music in a very, very long time. Wow. Um, she's making people motherfucking dance. I'm tired of people not dancing. I'm tired of it. I'm so tired of it. Um, yeah, Beyonce did her motherfucking thing. Um, I'm not really a album listening, listen to her. <laughs> that makes sense. Like if I like an artist, then I'll listen to their new album. Or if I see a song, um, come by, then I'll listen to an album. Like I'm not so much. So like, let's just say, for instance, like Drake and 21 Savage, their album had come out, what, a couple weeks ago now. Um, I love 21 Savage, but I'm not listening to that. I'm not listening to it. You get what I'm saying? I'm not listening to it. Um, if I see, if I hear a song going viral or something, then I'll catch wind, but I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just not very much so like up to date when it comes to new albums, especially by major artists other than those seven artists, if that makes any sense. Um, craziest pickup line that worked. Um, I've never had a crazy pickup line being said to me I've had like some crazy shit being said to me of course but it, none of them has ever worked I'm not really a person that um likes people who likes me first I'm gonna be honest with you like um if I like you then I I, I will approach you I'll come like you know what I'm saying I'll talk I'll speak up I'm not afraid at all I for some reason I've never dated anybody or talked to anybody now that I think about it, probably one person. Um, I've never really dated anybody that has approached me first. I've always been the person that has come up and said something. And I like it that way because it allows me to be choosy. Like, I don't want you to come over here and choose. Like, ah, like, relax. Like, because just know that when I want to look, I'm going to be looking. So if I don't come up to you, it's it's probably most likely not going to work. Third and last question is your worst habit question mark. So you're trying to say like your worst habit, <laughs> my worst habit. Um, I have a lot. I have a lot of bad habits. I bite my tongue. It's a bad habit. Um, I have a lot of bad habits. Um, I think my worst habit that, just snowballs and creates other bad habits is I'm slightly self-centered. Like I think about myself before I think about anybody else. Um, and I, I want that to change because I do know to create better relationships with people. I should um, consider other people um 
but I'm always worried because when I consider other people, I'm worried that I'm going to be left in the dust. So now there's two people considering you and zero people considering me. So I consider myself to the to the uh, maximum degree to where it's, I believe it's slightly narcissistic. Um, but I think I had to turn it up a notch because I don't know, actually, I don't know why I had to turn it up a, a lot, to be honest with you. I'm just, I'm a self-centered person. Like, I'm very self-centered. I'm very selfish. Um, and I think that I have a personality that's liked, so people kind of look over that, you know? People, people don't really pay attention to that, and... I don't really appreciate that because I want to have a fruitful relationship with people and I would like, you know, someone to tell me like, hey, I don't feel considered in this way. You get what I'm saying? Um, but thank the Lord that I'm reflective and I could see that I am that way and I do want to change. I just, I don't really know how to change to be honest with you, I don't really know what I need to do to start considering others, but I, I'm i just a person that feels like if I'm inconvenienced, then everybody needs to be inconvenienced. And I won't do things to make everybody inconvenienced, but I do feel some type of way at the fact that everybody does not feel inconvenienced when I'm inconvenienced. Um... I find that sometimes my problems are more important than other people's problems. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, you need to stop what you're doing because I have an issue. But I most likely will not stop what I'm doing when you have an issue. <laughs> and I'm just being real, like, right? So, like, I want to work on that. I'm definitely going to work on that. Um and it is what it is at this point. Um, I'm not going to, I don't want to keep beating myself up for it, but I want to take the proper steps to be a better person <laughs> because I do want to create long lasting relationships with people. And I think anybody who respects themselves or their time or anything like that what doesn't want to tolerate a person who does not care about the way not saying I don't care, I shouldn't say don't care, that does not prioritize anyone else other than themselves. Um, so, yeah, I definitely want to work on it, but, you know, until then, huh? I just answered the question. But anyways, um, that wraps up this episode. I actually had a really good time. I like the way this flowed. I don't know if I'm really going to like it after I listen to this, but, um, Hopefully I do because I ain't got no time to keep re-recording and doing all that. We're not doing that, okay? So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. <clears throat> Those of you who listen, I post every episode on YouTube. So you could watch my facial expressions. You could watch how I really say something. Because I know when you're just hearing my words, 
it's all up for interpretation. It's all up for imagination on how I really feel about what I'm saying. But if you watch me on YouTube, you probably have a better understanding. So, um, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. I appreciate you so much. You guys have a great day, great night whenever you're watching or listening. Follow me on Instagram at AsiaMyQueen, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. I just said that. Wow. Oh, my God. Have a good day. Good night whenever you're watching. Thank you. Bye-bye.